Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to express your best in this world to create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. Through authentic and uplifting solo episodes and diverse guest conversations, we explore how you can discover and serve your soul's purpose, transform your mind, cultivate high-performing results, and successfully build your dream business of impact. All of this guiding you to fulfill your dream life and serve your greatest impact on this world. My name is Trang, speaker, mentor, and your host for the show. And this is it. This is the final episode of the year. (laughs) Gotcha. Not the final episode ever. It is the final episode of the year because... It's the second last week of December now. Christmas is next week, which blows my mind. And I know that we all say this every single year. We never seem to learn. But this year has just flown by in a blink of an eye. Wasn't it just yesterday that I was getting ready, taking selfies, about to head out for New Year's Eve? Wasn't it just yesterday? Like, But no, we are here at the end of 2023 now. And between New Year's Eve and now, even though it feels like there's been no time in between, there's actually been a whole year of lived human experiences. Like what I've jam-packed into this year, I look back on it and I'm like, How am I even still alive? (laughs) How did I even survive this year with all that's eventuated? Like all of the adventures I've been on, all of the changes, all of the chaos, all of my personal growth, learnings, emotional roller coasters. It's been a full year. Yet it feels like it's just been a blip of time. It's such a funny concept, time. It's such a relative, subjective concept. And um, I actually heard from someone that, like, yeah, time, the, the concept of time will feel differently depending on how we live that time. So, of course, one minute in front of the microwave feels like forever. But then when we're doing things that we enjoy and we don't focus on time itself, then it goes by really fast. And then we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, where did that time go? And I think that's the case for me. It's been such a full year that it, like, I haven't even had a chance to comprehend time. I've just lived and been in the moment until here we are, almost 365 days later. So I wanted to round out this year with a final podcast episode on an end of year reflection. And I thought a lot about specifically how I could run this episode and what I would specifically share in this episode. But I landed on a general theme that this year has really brought out for me and a theme that I believe is going to be relevant to all of you listening. And it's this. As Brené Brown states so eloquently, much of beauty owes its light to the dark. Much of beauty owes its light to the dark. Oops. (laughs) Well, what does that even mean? How I interpret it is firstly, literally, you know, light only exists because there's darkness. Like imagine if we never had nighttime 
if it was only ever daytime, then we wouldn't have light anymore because light is what makes darkness brighter. That is literally what light is, right? It exists relative to darkness. So if there was never nighttime, it would it wouldn't be light during the day. It would just be what it is. It would just be a constant state of light. But it's not actually light because light is what makes darkness brighter. And that also goes to highlight how everything is so relative. Like the darker a tunnel is, right? If there is a candle in that tunnel, the lighter well, the more we will see that candle because the light is enhanced by the darkness. For example, when it's nighttime, we get to actually see the light of the moon. We get to actually see the trillions and trillions of stars that exist in the sky. But during the day, we don't see that light, even though those stars are still there in the sky. So everything exists in relativity. Everything is enhanced because of the opposite of that thing. So in terms of our life as human beings, how I interpret this is the highest of highs that we experience, such as the joy, the happiness, the love that we feel for someone or something, the the celebration and the ecstasy that we get to experience only exists because of the lowest of the lows, the times that we've been in sorrow, the times that we've been in agony, that we've been rejected. Like those lows create those highs. And that's why the saying goes, much of beauty owes its light to the dark. And that has been a huge theme for me this year. And I would dare say a theme for most people listening, because that is how life works. You know, our universe and our life doesn't guarantee one state for very long. You know, change is the only constant in life. So I'm going to make a guess that most people within the last year have gone through the whole range of life experiences and and the emotions that come with those experiences, the lows and the highs. And that's the thing. You can't have one without the other. It comes as a package. Where there is light, there is darkness. Where there is up, there is down. Where there is sound, there is silence. You can't have one without the other. It comes as a package and you don't get to selectively choose just the good bits and leave behind the bad bits in quotation marks. You, 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 you take the package as a whole. <laughs> you take all or nothing. And for me, that has been so prominent this year. Um, this year has been a year full of extremes. Like the lowest of the lows, zero out of tens. And then the highest of the highs, 10 out of tens. And I've swung between 0 out of 10 to 10 out of 10 so many times this year that I would say it's probably been the most that I have lived in chaos and extremities in my whole life. My life, I'm, I'm very grateful to say, has been relatively stable. Um, and this year has been the most unstable it has been. 
So if you don't already know, I moved house a couple of times at the start of this year and that was before I separated from a 10-year relationship from 18 years old to 28 years old. And then from there, I decided that I had too much like chaos and I needed to settle down. So I bought a one-way ticket to go and live and travel abroad for a few months. I ended up staying abroad for four months before coming back home to run the Life of Legacy retreat. And in between so much uprooting, there's been all of the extremes. I've had the highest of highs this year, the highest of highs. Like when I look back to my most memorable moments this year, it has been a a big part of my most memorable chapters of this year have been those four months that I spent abroad. Like there were the highest of highs over there, like the adventures that I went on, climbing volcanoes, chasing waterfalls, like living and being a version of life and I okay living a life and being a version of myself that I'd never experienced previously because uh, I'd never done anything like this before this was the first time that I had lived and traveled abroad so this brought the highest of highs but the only reason that that has happened is because one I went through that separation two I had worked very consistently and very hard for most of my life and I've never really had a time where I could go overseas like almost like an escape you could say you know I was on this tropical island Uh, it's it's like an escape and I had I was still working I was still showing up for my clients but in between minimal responsibility so because I've worked so hard for most of my life being able to contrast that with travel and minimal responsibility enhanced that experience because I just hadn't experienced it before versus people who are constantly on the road and and like are always living a life of minimal responsibility. It's not going to ever be as experienced as intensely and as um, as rich as I did. Um, speaking as well, this year has been the year of speaking for me. I've had more speaking gigs and opportunities than I've had before. And that has been such a high for me because I have gone through the depths of <laughs> the depths of all of the stages of grief and emotions when it comes to my speaking career. Like I've gone through the stages of dreaming of becoming a speaker and being so passionate and excited And then I've gone through the stages of sending out dozens and dozens of cold emails trying to get booked for a gig and then getting no gigs, getting no opportunities. And then getting to the darkest, the darkest nights where I was like, is this even for me? Uh, Maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm just going to park this idea and park this dream and, and just focus on my mentoring and coaching instead. And then having the breakthrough of opportunities, of speaking engagements has led to the level of celebration and excitement and pride and gratitude that wouldn't have existed if I didn't go through those dark nights of, oh my gosh, maybe this isn't going to work out. And sitting in disappointment and just disheartenedness. 
I've had incredible connections this year. Like some of the people who I've met this year, women and men, have been the most deep, open and loving connections I've had in my life. And once again, the only reason why I've been able to have that opportunity is because of the lows. The lows of going through that separation and then opening up to a whole new life and a whole new world of people and relationships that I never would have experienced otherwise. So this has been such a big year of highs for me and they've only happened because of the lows. Not to mention they've been enhanced because of the lows. And I see this all the time with my clients as well. I've got um, a client who this year has been her first full year working for herself. And she's had opportunities and work nationally, internationally. And the only reason why she even is living this life now is because she got made redundant from her full-time job late last year. And late last year, that was a rough chapter for her. She went through all of the stages of grief. She went through the questioning of like why this was happening. And this year she's had her first full year working for herself, running her business. And it's been like so intensely real and enriching and rewarding because it came off the back of being made redundant. Another client who is currently studying and living her lifelong dream of being a musician is now like just completely engulfed in joy and fulfillment every single day, living her passion. But the only reason why she got here was because she went through the darkest quarter life crisis last year. Last year, she was working in her corporate job and she didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. She was just like, is this it for the rest of my life? I'm so confused. I'm so torn about what I should do. And because she went through that, that gave her the opportunity to question her current path in life and then to carve out a new path in life where she is now saturated with fulfillment and joy every single day. Or another client who's now, as the saying goes, got her life together. You know, she's in the most consistent routine and empowered state of getting good sleep each night, waking up every morning, doing her exercise, her mindfulness practices, doing some creative work for her business every morning. And then at nighttime, doing some more mindfulness practices without getting lost in the doom scroll of social media, which then used to cause her to go to bed late. And then she'd always wake up already tired, already like not even wanting to face the day. She had to go through the stage of looking at her life, being so disgusted at where she had gotten to, like how bad she had let things get and feeling the deepest self-disappointment and self-loathing to then give her the energy and the spark to take action, turn things around, and then now have the reward and the fulfillment each night going into bed, knowing that she had showed up as her highest self in contrast to how she used to go to bed, feeling disappointed and feeling disgusted at herself. And it goes the other way around as well. It's not just the highs that owe themselves to the lows. 
the lows owe themselves to the highs too. So for example, this year I had my hardest and deepest heartbreak I've had in my life. It was rough. It literally felt like my heart was getting ripped out of my chest. I'd be crying and sobbing uncontrollably. It felt like my life was over. Like That's how it felt in the darkest moments. And I was actually speaking to the person who was the source of this heartbreak. <laughs> if they're listening to this, which they may be, hello, shout out. You probably know who you are. Um, and, and this person said, hey, like, I'm, I'm so sorry to be the source of this heartbreak. And, and this was the first thought that came to my mind. It wasn't, oh, my gosh, you're the enemy. Like, I hate you. It was none of that. I have so much love for this person. But the first thing that came to my mind and I said this to them, I said, hey, it's, it's not your fault. Thank you for giving me so much joy and so much love that I even have a reason to be heartbroken in the first place. And when I said that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the perspective that the, the low isn't a, a low that I should try and avoid at all costs. The low is almost like a privilege because I've only got this, this level of low because I'm losing something that was so beautiful that was such an incredible part of my life for a chapter in time so thank you like thank you for the high that has then also led to the low once again change is the only constant in life nothing lasts forever doesn't mean that we need to be living in fear always anticipating loss but acknowledging that everything in existence is transient. And here's another one. Another low that owes itself to to the highest of highs was when I was traveling and I got extremely homesick. I got so fed up with living out of a suitcase, moving every few days, packing, unpacking, trying to fit everything and stuff it into my suitcase, never really being able to unpack properly, um, just like having minimal belongings that I could use and not having all of the things that I would usually be used to. I just got so sick of it. And then I caught myself complaining. I was like, I'm just so sick of living out of a suitcase and I'm just so sick of traveling. And then I realized, hold on a second. Did I just catch myself complaining about living a life that I dreamt of? And I still dream of. I love this life. I am living my dream. And how many other how many other people's dreams is this to be uh, running a business that is location and time flexible, that allows them to travel for months on end while still working? Like how many people dream of that? I am living the dream. Yet here I am complaining about one component of it because that's what happens. You know, it is a low, right? I'm not going to invalidate that. It is a low, but it's a low as part of such a high. (laughs) And that is the thing. Every single reality has different components to it. And some of those components we are going to love and we're going to enjoy. And then other components we're not going to enjoy as much. But the fact is we still chose that life and we still chose that situation because 
the parts that we do enjoy and the parts that we do desire. We desire it enough that it is worthwhile going through the lows for. So this is the whole point of this episode. Every reality and every situation that we find ourselves in, there's going to be different components. If it's not the travel thing, maybe it's the success, running a multiple six or seven figure business, being world class in what we do, being in the spotlight and and having um, a lot of people want to work with us or want to buy our products and services. That is a big dream that a lot of people are chasing. But naturally, with more success comes more responsibility. There's less anonymity. There's more work involved. There are more fires that we need to put out. There is more um, like accountability to do and say things in integrity. Um, there are more, yeah, there are more things that could go wrong. It's going to come with parts of it that aren't as fun, that aren't as enjoyable. So realizing this, we can't be chasing constant happiness. I believe that happiness is related to immediate events in our life. So when something good happens, then we feel happy. And then when something bad happens, then we don't feel happy, right? We can't be chasing constant happiness because that's not going to exist. But what we can chase is we can chase constant inner peace and joy, which is the underlying hum of acceptance and surrender to a life that we cannot control completely to a life that's going to have highs and lows. But we know that the lows are worth it because the highs happen because of the lows. And the lows are part of the highs that we choose and we desire. So I I really believe that that is the secret ingredient to finding happiness in life, finding peace and joy is accepting and surrendering to the lows and the challenges. So that's what I'd like to leave with you to round out this year. A lesson that I've learned that I believe has given me the peace, the gratitude and the contentment that I believe most people spend their whole life chasing. And and that's in the context of probably the hardest year of my life. The most chaotic year, constantly swinging from 0 out of 10 to 10 out of 10 and then back down to 0 out of 10. It's There have been so many things that have been out of my control. There have been so many things that are unexpected. But I've had this constant gratitude and enjoyment for life. This, this perspective has really saved me. And I really hope that you can take this away and, and start chipping at this perspective of deep acceptance and okayness with whatever you go through along your journey. Because, yeah, it's kind of like a suit that you put on. It's a suit of being okay and accepting the ride, <laughs> the roller coaster ride that life is, because, yeah, life's going to have it all. All right, fam, thank you so much for listening to the end of another episode. And thank you for sticking with me to the end of another year. That's 2023 wrapped up for the Aligned Performance Podcast. What a year it has been. And um, over the Christmas break, 
I'm going to do some more reflection, going to do some more planning to make the Aligned Performance podcast even better, even more practical and valuable for you next year. So you can expect that when we come back in January, um, it'll be fresh. There'll be uh, some new topics, some new stories and some new things for you to continue to take away and to implement into your life. Ultimately, remember that we have this one life. So go and make the most of this human experience that you have. Dream big. Reach for the stars. Do what makes you happy and fulfilled. And then while you're at it, do your part in leaving this world a better place than how you were born into it. Like create a dent and leave your mark on this world for better. All right, fam. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. And I will see you on the other side.